Welcome to the Lingless Lounge, a podcast dedicated to all us world language teachers who want a place for ideas, humor, and professional development. Whether you're a seasoned veteran or just starting out in the field of language education, we aim to offer valuable insights and practical tips to help you improve your teaching skills that will better connect you with your students and your craft. From classroom strategies and lesson planning to cultural immersion and technology integration, we cover it all in a fun, quick, and engaging way that will leave you feeling inspired and motivated to take your teaching to the next level. everybody welcome back to the linguist lounge i'm luke i'm delee and we have with us a very special guest yes to today heather's not feeling well and she took the day off and she was like y'all just truck along without me so she's here in spirit i feel i feel her in this room even now but she is not feeling well so y'all be thinking about her sending her good vibes her way but we have a very special guest with her with us today with her no, th- she's not no, with her. No, she's with us, she's Luke. She's right room. here. I'm looking right at her. That's right. And we have, like I said, we have a very special guest today. And so I'd like to um, just introduce everyone that's listening to Miss Claudia Rodriguez. Woohoo! Hi, everyone. And Claudia is new to us as a teacher this year, but she is not new to us as a school. She's an institution for many years as a sub and probably the best sub we ever had. <laughs> Yes, um, I am 99% super happy she is here. No, I'm 100% happy you're here, but (laughs) I am 1%, maybe a little more, grieving the loss of the best sub we have ever, ever had. Quite literally. Yes, I mean, my students, I don't know. Do you guys, I mean, I don't really have students when I come back from a break. I've been gone. Say much great stuff about subs not, that's just not yeah. been my history not usually if you do that's awesome yeah keep them keep them around love yeah. on them but every time they'd be like we love miss Rodriguez. yeah she's would, great they would always be like is she gonna get a job here i mean one time <laughs> claudia one student was like when are you gonna be gone again <laughs> i mean <laughs> we, i had that dynamic with that student but he, he liked you it was good i it love good. it yeah. It, and it's great because she's really like not only like I know that you're hearing us give her like a lot of praise, but it's it's absolutely true. Like it's she's sincere. Excellent. She's great with the kids. She is. She it's so phenomenal that she gets to join us in the world language department this year. And I would just like to ask you some questions about yourself, if that's OK. So sure that the, so that the peeps can get just t- to know you a little bit because like you're a great person to get to know also i just want to say no shade to the people out there that were subbing for us already we love you too you're great too <laughs> yes we just mm-hmm. claudia is like we just an extension of us we work right by her now <laughs> yeah it's, it's different y'all it's different yes okay so the first question is what led you to green hill i just um started subbing and i wanted to go to every school mm-hmm. and actually green hill was the last one for me it's the closest to home but it was the last one i don't know why and then when i got here i just loved it just the staff the students everyone and i mean i have met great people in other schools but this one it was just like i love the language department here yeah. i just love it um I think our viewers at home should, I should ask, who was the first world language teacher you met in this department? Oh, that's a good question. I think it was Luke. I think no? it was me. It I was also you? think it was her. I think it was me. It was you? Mm-hmm. When When mm-hmm. did that happen? I, so two, two school years ago. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I remember. It's been that long. It's yes. been that long. But yeah. it was an interesting situation because a lot of times – you don't meet the sub mm-hmm. if it's the first time mm-hmm. you're using a sub. But I asked her for a half day. And if y'all know me, I linger. And anytime I go anywhere, it takes me about 20 minutes Literally. to leave a building. Yes, it does. And so I happened to still be in my classroom. And Claudia and I just, I mean, I just stayed there. I mean, I just had an appointment that I wasn't rushed for. And you and I, it was over the lunch break. You yes, came in I over remember. the lunch break. And we just talked for a bit. And yeah. we were already jiving like yes. that. It was great. Yeah. I remember that day because I thought, Wow, she has so much energy. I love her personality. This is exactly the personality that I love of a language teacher. And I remember seeing her because, you know, I took English for many years and I took Italian. And, you know, I just love when a teacher has all this energy and share their love and passion. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, 
I literally thought I want to be like her. Aww. I remember seeing it and I was like, I I just love her personality. Yay. This is just a big love fest. It's a, it's a big, <laughs> big love fest. I mean, like, we really are. We're smiling from ear to ear. We really here. are. We are three weeks in, and I, I'm not going to go into the history, but we are just really at a place in our world language department. We're, we're, we're really happy, you guys. Yeah. Um, we're soaring. It, we're, we're just doing great things. And, Claudia, you just you are one play of them. High school musical soundtrack <laughs> in the background. You're you're one of the reasons, yes. and we're so glad yeah. um, that you're here. And I know that Coach Rudas is not listening, but he's excellent as well. Oh, absolutely! He just yes. happens to not yeah. be here right now. But he, yeah, he probably wouldn't listen to the podcast. But <laughs> <laughs> he's excellent. He's Claudia, excellent I have dude. a question for you. Are you a native Spanish speaker? Yes. Where does your Spanish come from then? Where do you come from? Well, I come from Puerto Rico. I lived there about twenty-eight years. All right. And I started learning English when I was 16, 17 years old. Okay. Mm -hmm. So very similar experience to our students learning Spanish yes. around the same age. Yes. Okay. That's what I, I told them. It's just like I started learning English when about almost 20 years ago. Um, don't do the math. But <laughs> <laughs> I started about 20 years ago and I now don't think in, I don't have to translate that's anymore. Amazing. That is amazing. What a great story to share with your students, too, though, because it has been 20 years and you just now don't have to translate in mm. your mind. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. That's a hard yeah. lesson to learn sometimes for the kids. They're like, but I want to be able to do it. And I'm like, listen, you're going to be, it's going to be 15 years from now and you're going to be like still translating in your mind. <laughs> That's so right. Yes. Don't uh, feel so ashamed about that. Um, I have another question that I actually don't think I've asked you explicitly. Did you teach before? before subbing at Green Hill. Like, I need to know a little bit more about your education background. So, I went to school. I went, um, my major is in literature, Spanish literature. Um, after my major, I was doing after-school teaching. I was mm. tutoring. And then I did that, and then I stayed at home when I had kids mm -hmm. for some years, and then I went to preschool teacher. And then... Bless you. I did know the preschool <laughs> part, yes. Yes, mm -hmm. I loved it. Aww. But at the end of the day, I was so exhausted. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I go home with kids. Running I've been with, with little kids all day, and then I go home to my yeah. kids, and I yep. didn't have energy for them. Yeah. yeah. And then when I started sobbing, and I saw that I still have energy to get home, and yes. these kids, teenagers, just, just energize me. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fun. Most days they energize me. Most yeah. days. Most yeah, days so they Yes. Yes. Someday they need a lot <laughs> of my energy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, that's really that's really cool. I'm glad to glad to know that uh, more. Now you're back in your what you studied, the Spanish language. So that's cool. Very good. Yes. Yeah, I know that you had set, made some comments too before about how it's different learning. Like you're you're coming from like a literature background and then going mm -hmm. into more of a language based position. Has there been like a transition? there for you or is it just a piece of cake well um honestly it's been it's not a piece of cake because the thing is in the last few years seven eight years i've been um spending more time in learning english mm -hmm. and then all my reading has been in english i said about seven years ago i'm not going to read spanish anymore yeah so now i find myself saying oh how, d how do i spell that yeah it's like it's yeah. been so long that I haven't seen that word that now I'm like, oh, what is the rule of that? Yeah. And I have not to go only back does she it. not translate, folks, we'll be like, Luke and I'll be like, well, how do you say this in, you know, your Puerto Rican Spanish? Tell us, <laughs> tell us what you would say with this. And she'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> She's so um, <laughs> in, in immersed in the English world yeah. at this point. And sometimes she doesn't even know. No, that's a good place to be. Yeah. And mm -hmm. there's a lot of Spanglish in Puerto yeah. Rico. Oh, that's true. a lot of. Just it's the Spanish-speaking <laughs> world in general. I think there's just a lot of Spanglish. <laughs> yeah, we thank yep. English for that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love. I'm. I just want to echo everything that Delise said earlier. I'm happy that you're here, and I'm happy that your road has led you here. We're just very blessed I'm to so have happy. you, and the kids are very, very blessed to have you. Obviously. Mm. Yeah. Um. So I want to just kind of transition from talking about Claudia, which is great, but now we have to move on. <laughs> Enough of <laughs> you. Thank you. Thank you. Give her a big head we here. Have to, we have to go through our weekly highs and lows. Oh, yep. Mm. Right? So I think I'll start. I guess, I'll, I, guess I can start because I have one that's on my radar just from today. So last Friday, after you heard from us on the podcast, the principal and vice principal came into my room. 
I wanted to tell that one for you, but go. But that's not your high. I know, but I wanted to. <laughs> anywho, go ahead. It's um, not. It's definitely not. They came into my room and surprised me while I was teaching, and I was like taken aback a little bit because they're them together. I'm like, oh lord, something has happened. <laughs> I'm in trouble. And then I look over in the in the the vice principal's like recording, and I was like, oh lord, something's happening. So he he like stops me. He stops teaching. He stops me teaching. And he's like tells the class that I had been nominated for Tennessee Educator of the Week and that I won it. So this Woo-hoo. week I had a, f- a film crew come into my classroom and like film me teaching and like they did like a spotlight on me. So that was my high. I think um, for a little context, like if you've been listening to the podcast for a long time, by the way, this is episode 14. I lied last week. It was 13. <sighs> But how dare I, you. I thought about skipping 13 because it's an unlucky number. But then I was like, nah, that's done. Oh, like how like mm-hmm. elevators and yeah, like we hotels just skip will right, do? Just right past it. <laughs> but I thought, um, you know, to give a little bit of context, if you had listened to the some of the episodes prior to this, I had talked about how previously I'd come from a situation where I was really just made to feel like a bad teacher and that I was never going to amount to anything and that I wasn't doing anything that was good or, you know, uh, important. The work that I was doing wasn't even... Like I, I basically would be better off not teaching. And so it, it's, it's very difficult for me to accept like accolade and like recognition. Cause I have a problem like looking in the mirror and saying that person is not the same person that's receiving all these accolades. So it's been kind of hard for me to like revel in it a little bit. I told my class today, cause they were like, you acted so weird when they told you that. And I was like, <laughs> I just didn't know what to do. Like I was feeling oh, really awkward. <laughs> and um, so that, that's really been, that was a really big high for me because it it just made me feel like what you are doing is important and people recognize it and I don't know it's just a I hate to like I'm not trying to brag on myself I don't know am I I, mean, you are. I think you are but I think it's fine like that's a big deal it yeah. really really is I mean bra- try to brag I mean is saying facts that's true bragging yeah. I guess but that's I, true. I don't, you know, it, it, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? It. And you, you do, do deserve it. it. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. On the And on the opposite end of that, I think it, not that situation in general, but the low part of that was that it just made me anxious. <laughs> so like I was running around this morning they came during second block. So all the first block, all I could think about was the fact that the news crew was coming during second block and like just trying to figure out ways to like make engaging stuff. Cause everybody knows at the beginning of the year, the stuff that we're teaching in world language is not like super exciting, like introduction mm. phrases. Ah, I don't numbers. know. I disagree. Well, for me, it's like, you know, I prefer to teach upper division. So for me, it's like boring. And I just, I, I like, yeah, for I like, you personally, I yeah. get that. Like, yeah, it, for me, it's not, but yeah. I really enjoy, I shouldn't have made a generalization about how, that. I really enjoy seeing how quickly the, the students catch on because yeah. they just like babies in their first year of life will never learn more or have more input that first year. That's a true. Spanish one student will never receive more input than that first year. And gro- that, that growth is just huge. I yeah. love to see that. I guess I didn't think about it that way. And you're right. And now I feel bad because I said that it was boring. <laughs> no, no, no. And I want to be clear. It's boring for me as the teacher with the content that I know so well at this right. point of Spanish one, but for them, it's, yeah. I, I love it, but no, I don't, I don't, I didn't mean to say it to make you feel no, bad. It's fine. I don't, I don't feel bad. Like I'm not going to change the fact that I feel bored by it, but I do. I, I agree with your statement about the acquisition piece is so it's so important to like, and it's really good to see the growth too. Like yeah. from Spanish one to the end of Spanish one, it's like, wow, look what you can do. I know. You came in with nothing. So it is that, that part I like, but it's just the content. I just hate delivering. Gotcha. Gotcha. To me, it's boring to deliver. They like it and they get a lot out of it, I think. Yeah. But for me, it's just like, Rawr. yeah, I'm with you. I'm tired of teaching numbers. Yeah. I've been with numbers every day for yeah. more than a week. Yeah. Yeah. And alphabet and, over and over, telling time. Yeah. This is my fourth day, just reviewing it. <laughs> That's yeah. so true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I told keeping them today. It, keeping it fresh is a challenge. I told sure. them today, I said, tomorrow we're doing some kind of assessment. I don't even know what that is yet, but we'll be looking <laughs> for it. It's coming. And then the, ne- the next day we switching things because I can't do this anymore. <laughs> but they're, I think they're kind of they're kind of getting to the point now where they're just like, okay, can we do something different now? Yeah. yeah. You know, but that's, that's kind of my high and low there. Uh-huh. Julie? Well... Hmm. I don't ask them what I don't tell them what we're going to do before the podcast. So they're just hanging on by a thread every week. (laughs) (laughs) Thank goodness. We have all sorts of good ideas rummaging around our head all the time. Um, So my low professionally is 
have got to start grading more frequently. We have gotten to the point. We are today is officially two weeks in. Right. Today is day yeah. eleven of class, and um, I have grades. I have student work. I haven't input them into yep. the system, if I'm being perfectly honest. And today was the first day that a student said, when am I going to see a grade, Miss Bull? <laughs> and I was like, it's it, it, soon. The audacity. D- soon. Really <laughs> soon. You know, I like it. <laughs> don't make you feel that great about yourself when the student's thinking about it more because students don't really think about it yeah. that much. But this, I mean, this particular student um absolutely would so it's fine but it's just that we've talked about the grading before and it's just so boring i don't like grading and i just want to be like social and just talk and use spanish and do all the fun activities mm-hmm. and that's what i want to do and i want to go home i yeah. go home yeah. and not grade stuff so that's Literally. my low because that is on my mind i've got to crack down and get some grades put in the system and then um Oh, my high, I would say, uh, in the classroom uh, is I really, hmm, in the classroom, I'm a little conflict avoidant. In mm-hmm. my in my life outside of the classroom, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I, there's an issue. I, I, I go for it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to work it out. But when you're in a room with 30 plus students and something needs to be addressed like in that moment or pretty soon thereafter Mm -hmm. that's really hard for me but um today and the and a a few days ago um I've been addressing some things uh that are really hard for me and because I really I have a people pleasing Mm -hmm. element to my personality Mm -hmm. and even that's even true with students um and it's not it's not a desperate I need them to like me but I, it's it's somewhere in there that I just want to be liked by everybody, yeah. and I really am careful how I choose the words. But I said what I said in the classroom during class, and it's fine, and it's always going to be fine because if you struggle with that yourself and you're a people pleaser and you struggle with what to say to students who need that discipline, it's going to be fine because they know. Yeah. They know when they need it. They're aware. They're aware. And I separated a group of friends. Uh, I, d- I don't, I like, I let students at the beginning of the year choose where they want to sit because yep. if it works, it actually gets a lot more language yep. production, I've noticed. Um, so I don't come in with an assigned seating chart, but then I'll make it adjust based on what I'll adjust it as needed. Mm-hmm. But I had to adjust it um, this week and it's fine. Yep. And we're all good. And in fact, I think I gained a little respect from yeah. the students that I had yep. to deal with. Mm-hmm. So. That's a good pro tip, by the way, mm-hmm. is you you let them choose where they want to sit the first day, and it makes less work on you the first day, and then you can kind of adjust from And it's later. how I help. It helps me learn their yep. games uh, yeah. that way. Uh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what do you think, Claudia? Weekly high, weekly low? You know, I cannot tell you. It was such a rough... I, I mean, it's been hard. It's been yeah. rough for yeah. me. It's like, I feel like I got in here... And I have so much to do, planning for all the days and yeah. the grading and getting to know the students. And I get here an hour or two hours before start school. I leave two hours after school. Mm-hmm. I go home and I s- keep working. And I'm just exhausted. Yeah. Y'all, Claudia's in it. As in, in it. First year, full-time yeah. teaching. And I said to her on Friday... I said, I want to say something. I want to tell you, stop doing that. Don't come early. Don't stay late. Don't take work home. Mm-hmm. But what exactly did I do my first year was yeah. exactly that. Mm-hmm. And I don't well, I don't know what to say to well that. Well, they you know, they always say hindsight's twenty twenty. So it's it's mm-hmm. really hard to see it's really hard to give someone that advice as someone who's been through it. Because a part of it I think is learning what you should and shouldn't do because like there are some people i think i can speak for heather she's not here but in her situation she can stay a little bit later after school she she chooses to do that like for me i'd rather come a little bit early and stay a little bit early or like stay a little bit early that's nothing i was with you though come a little early and be here a little Mm -hmm. earlier to get things done but especially in your first year and i think i I said this to claudia last week like it's really just about surviving you know like at the end of the day the thing i keep going back to is like did I love them while they were here? That's really all that they, the important thing is. You're not you you're you could go back after your first year and you could think of a thousand things that you probably wouldn't do again. Mm-hmm. But the reality is the kids liked you and you loved the kids and that was important. Yep. Mm-hmm. The content is not 
I think a lot of times we think we have to make sure that we get A, B, C every day. Have to hit this, have to hit this, have to hit this. And that's just, re- the reality is, did I love the kids when they were here? Because for me, like, I, I feel so, I feel so much pressure, not pressure, that sounds bad, but I feel like such a responsibility to do that because I may be the only one they get that from every day. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, at the end of the day, like, don't beat yourself up. I'm telling you this. You can, you do whatever you want to, but. <laughs> yeah, for me, someone could have said, don't do that. Don't stay that late. Right. Don't work on that. I would, I wouldn't have changed how I did. Right. I wasn't, I wouldn't have felt prepared. That gave me the confidence to survive. Yes. Yes. That is, my, was my survival, was the, that staying late. But then by mm-hmm. the second year. I was more committed to not yep. doing that. And that's going to happen at everyone's own own pace. Yep. But don't normalize yeah. staying late after like forever af- and ever for the rest of your career. After a certain <laughs> amount like after a certain <laughs> amount of years you become I think we made a joke about this before but you just become the teacher who writes it on a post to note five minutes before <laughs> class logs in. You're like, "Oh, these are the things we're going to do today." But yeah, I mean, we're we're uh we're definitely the beginning of the year is so hard anyway, even for the old teachers, old the teachers that have been in the career Why for a long time. Why did you look at me when you said old? I was looking at you because I said old. <laughs> hey, I am the elder today. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. I didn't mean old. I just meant like in I know, the career I'm longer. I'm joking. Julie's been a teacher for 83 years. True. So she knows all about that. What did you say? 83? That was a joke. Oh, she's okay. not really <laughs> <laughs> I like, Did I translate it that way? You know, she's right? been, you know, Delee, I think you've been only been in high school for what, four years, five years? <laughs> What, high, like teaching high yeah. school? Okay. Uh, this would be my fourth year teaching yeah. high school. So yeah. This mm-hmm. is my si- sixth year in high school, mm-hmm. seventh year overall. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, high school is a different ball game altogether. Oh, gosh. So I mean, it's like my my previous job, which was world language teaching compared to this. No, it's, it's not <laughs> the same. We are not, not the same. It is not the same. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to when you can tell us your highs and lows. And I think there is a high in there, and I think there probably are lows I, in there. I'm sure it is. I think I'm we're sure the high. Oh, I l- We've been going what? out to eat Friday afternoons. <gasps> yes, you guys. Actually, I was going to go the personal, because y'all know I'm going to go the personal route. So I got some good teacher friend time, which has not been a thing uh, since I moved here. But we have developed a Friday routine. Yes. I saw my friend Luke at his daughter's birthday party this weekend, brought Ooh. my kids. It. I, I mean, I'm just socializing all over the place. It we tornadoed. <laughs> it tornadoed. I was like, Luke, how many snacks you got? We might be here all day. <laughs> to the barricade. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I think, like, we would not, never have done this before with the people that we worked with. We would have. Yeah. Probably. And we did. Yeah. But not like this. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, it's been great. There is strength in numbers. There are. I thought you were going to sing a hymn. Yes. <laughs> I was like, that's a different kind of podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. So my husband told me the other day, um, I am surprised. And I was like, why? Because you haven't complained. You really haven't complained a lot about anything. That's very rude, and sir. <laughs> 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 and, and he adds, um, and I think it's because of the people you work with. Aww. You know, they're being so supportive that at the end of the day, just, you know, talking to them, it really helps. Right. And it is so true when I come and, you know, I'm not motivated and I see you guys and all the energy or at the end of the day, it's just like energizes me. Yeah. It's like, you know, or maybe it feels solidarity when you see me almost crying in the hallway. And I like grabbed Claudia by the shoulders the other day with a really difficult after a really difficult class. I was like. I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> I'm like, nope, I'm not. I'm gonna keep. It's, I'm gonna keep it together. But yeah, you're right. We're There's just together. You cannot replace talking to teacher friends yep. with people that aren't teachers. You know, it's not it, the same. Yeah, it's not. just not the same. It's definitely not a replacement at all. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, did you tell Delia about your banner? <gasps> no. What did I? Tell me. I don't. I don't know. Oh, That's why. You I was know, <laughs> um, no. You know, uh, that was a Monday. That was yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what day it is, but. Monday, I came, you know, last week was rough for me. Yes. And it was rough. And then um, for many reasons, personal, we got lost um, Bobby last year. So when um, I came on Monday, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do it this week. Mm -hmm. Last week was hard for me. And then and then Luke enters a room and he has a banner for me, a banner of best teacher ever. Oh, best teacher. And then he told me, like, I feel like you need this. 
you know, it was rough last week. This is a new week. It's not going to be a good day. It's going to be a good week. Yeah. And let's put this where you can see it. So I put it in front of my table so I can see it every and day. And it helped, but didn't yes, it? Yes, it does. Yep. You oh know, gosh. this is what I'm talking about. You know, having you guys has just made this so much easier. It's I just feel difference. like we have little hearts floating out of our eyes at this moment. <laughs> it's really sweet. So what are we talking about? Oh my God, what a great segue. <laughs> Like, we really like we're so we professional we could never no we could never like figure out a way to segue into things um okay so today i thought it might be really great and i think it's really excellent that claudia is here because she can give a sort of like first year teacher perspective on this but we can talk specifically about we're going to talk about grading and organization but let's just stick to grading because we've spent a lot of time just that's fair just loving on each other so let's let's stick to grading today and really, the big question is, what are things or what is order systems? What are things that you've put in place over your years of being a teacher? Or maybe this is your first year of being a teacher. What's something that you do that helps you to not have to like grade so much stuff? Because the problem sometimes with being a teacher, especially when you teach high school, I think when you teach littles too, though, because you have like multiple subjects with them every single day. But with high school, we have sometimes 100 kids. And it's hard because if you give the same thing to a hundred kids, who, first of all, who has the time to grade all that? And second of all, how, how do you have, how are you going to even go about doing that? So, um, what are things that maybe you've, you've decided to do in your classroom that help that process go quicker or maybe help you not have to spend so much time with grading? So that's what I'm thinking about. Um, we'll talk about organization later. Cause I think that there's some things there that we could definitely pick apart and, and discuss, but specifically today with grading. So I'll start since we're already here and I already have the mic and I already have <laughs> your attention. <laughs> so so for me, the big thing is I like to do assessments that are short. I like to call them all or nothing. Okay. So what I mean by that is maybe I give them five questions or maybe I have something that's a very short, maybe even two sometimes where you either know the stuff or you don't know it. And a lot of times what happens is if the kid comes in and they know they don't know it, they'll just be like, I don't know it. And I'll be like, are you going to take the zero or are you going to take it later? And they'll just tell me. Okay. So that gives them a little bit more time and that was spread it out for me. So I don't have to grade so many things. But when you have these little short assignments that are like one, maybe not one, that would be kind of cruel. But if like you had two to five questions, it'd be very easy to grade that really quickly. Because it's not, you know, sometimes I think assessments don't have to be long to be good. They don't have to be long to assess. And I think Amen. Get, let's, <laughs> let's not get so hung up in the minutia of like, and there needs to be 25 questions on this quiz to s show that these kids know what they're doing. Right. So the all or nothing assignments are good in that way because it, like I said, it just doesn't take as much time for me to go through and grade everything. That's something that I've done for a number of years. And the kids hate it because it's like, if I miss one, I make a 50 and I'm like, yeah, but you should have known it already. So, you know, you have no one to thank for that one but yourself. That sounds a little rude, but at the same time, like, it really is true. Especially if you're doing time or something. Um, I'm just thinking about time because we were just talking about it, and that's what I've just been doing for, like, the past couple of days. But time <laughs> would be really easy to just give them a picture, uh, two pictures of two clocks or something, and just be like, what time is this? What time is that? Or, you know, just it's just something that would be really easy for you to grade really quickly that can assess them without having to like make them really anxious about taking a really long exam or, you know, like make you anxious because you have to grade them all. So that's my first one. All okay. or nothing. Yep. That's cool. I'll, here's, here's what I really like about that and agree with the shortness. Now I don't think I do like five questions, but I think that absolutely, if I can assess you in five questions, right. why not? Um, you know, why do we pick these arbitrary numbers? Yeah. I have to give a 100 point midterm. Yeah, what is that? I mean, so, like, <laughs> no, some of you may have to do that. Yeah. Like I'm, we're not talking about like County or school system mandated. Requirements. We're talking yeah. about what you can choose, right. and what you have control over. Um, Summative assessments, you know, yeah. that you can, you can pick how you want to do that. Yeah. Um, so I think, I don't want to say for sure, but I'm pretty sure I'm at 0% um, hand grading ever. I don't grade anything by hand. I don't take a paper and look at it and mark, mark it. it. Um, I do give feedback on writing. 
assignments. Right. But I don't collect the paper and, and mark every single paper up. That I mean, I, I would have to do that 115 times. Yes. Um, and I'm not going to do that. Uh, but I, I, I feel pretty confident to say it's 0%. So my big tip is if, there, if you can find any sort of program that gives the student the automatic mm -hmm. feedback. Um, automate. Automate if you can. So my big ones are, as you've heard me say at least three times, for listening, it's Edpuzzle. They will Edpuzzle at the, once they click submit. They will give the automated feedback, and students can see that for themselves. Um, it. I have to really be intentional about the activities I choose, but I choose the ebook activities. Um, that are aligned with the book uh, that are that we use in class. Sorry, yeah, Chevere is what we use. So I use the ebook activities, but you will not see a actual physical book in my classroom. Right. I don't use the book. I use the book to help pace myself and guide and with all the topics. Uh -huh. But then I will use, um, and they have. I mean, they have There's listening activities, yeah. workbook activities, grammar, vocabulary activities. So I, I get my students pretty um, used to how to do that. Right. Um, and uh, it will automate for them. Yes. I don't do, with that one, I don't do anything that requires, like, text input where I'd have to yeah. go back and read it. I'd only choose the things that can be automated yeah. or automatedly, or automatically, I'm sorry, I'm having trouble talking today, okay. automatically graded. Um. Yeah, so that's that's my big thing. Uh, so I also want to say it doesn't mean that every single thing they ever do is automated. Right. They don't get automatic feedback on every single thing they do. They also get credit for being engaged and participating. Right. So today, for example, we did a number activity that did require paper. So I want to be really clear. I still use paper in my classroom. But that paper is going to go in as a participation right. grade and a completion mm -hmm. grade versus I'm not going to check for accuracy right. on that. So I do collect papers, but it's only to see that they did it, not for me to give um, feedback. My feedback, I feel like I, I, I get to a place where I'm constantly giving feedback every single class. If like you get to a place where you're circulating around the room and every activity that you're doing, you're count, you're picking students. I mean, right. trying to make contact with that every student at least once per class designating time. It doesn't always happen. Yeah. But that's that's how I want to give feedback. Yeah. Right to the face in the moment as it's happening. Right. Yes, absolutely. Claudia, do you have anything that you'd like to add to this conversation? Oh, I'm I'm grabbing all the tips here. Yeah, she really them. is her. I mean, yes. she really is uh, like yeah. listening, listening, listening. Yes, her mind is just—it's like a light bulb flickering mm -hmm. in there. Yes, I just didn't want to roll over you if you had something you wanted to add. So, I um, do a lot of favor. Yeah, and I need to learn from the lead. I really—that is my goal. Yes, yeah. I, I don't. I just I can't. I'd like. I'm just. Yep. It looks on the outside that I might be pretty well organized with all this, but actually it's to overcome my lack of organizational that's skills. Okay. You know, I mean, I'm just being honest. Like, yeah. I, that's paperwork. I'm dr I, I, I get, I drown in it really quickly yeah. and really easily. So to automate something. Also, um, even something like if you use Google, any Google activity, um, a lot of those can be automated. Mm -hmm. Um now I want you to go ahead, Luke. I've, sa I've okay. said enough about my automated, <laughs> and I'm going. I have another idea, but it's a kind of a different topic. No, it's perfect. I just wanted to. So I didn't write this down, but as you were talking, I was just thinking about this in my mind. But sometimes I think we have this perception that we have to grade everything, and you don't. You absolutely do not grade everything. Sometimes what I do is I just take the thing while they're sitting there, and then when they leave, I just throw it in the garbage. I don't know. I mean, this is a generalization because I don't have. I was about to say, <laughs> this should be a hypothetical. Don't answer this question. Has anyone ever taken a stack of papers at the end of the day and thrown it in the trash? Every day. The, may, it sounds like, Luke, you might do it in the classroom as before. students are watching. Yeah, I have before. <laughs> well, that was when they, well, there was one day they made me real angry because they, they, they were begrudgingly doing it. And I was like, okay, well, do, you have to do it. And then what, when I finally got them, I just threw them away in front of them. <laughs> Because I was so angry, but that was a few years ago. Um, yeah, and I think we, like I said, we just have this perception that everything we give them has to be graded, and I just think that that's not true. You know, there's so many things that are good to do. They're good to show that you've mastered the thing or that you're practicing the skill, but at the end of the day, like, you don't have to grade it. Yeah. it. It can be participation. It can be whatever. Like, I don't have to go through and, like, physically check off everything, whether it's right or wrong. Now, 
you know, I will. So I like what I was going to say was I'm not sure how everyone's district is because I know every district in the entire United States you of America. Don't? No, I don't. But I know here at, at our high school, we really only have to have like one grade a week. So like truly that could be anything. That could be formative. That could be summative. That could be practice. That could be whatever. That could be participation. Um, so I do end up throwing a lot of things away because it's just like, I want them to do it. I want us to practice the skill, but I'm not going to spend my time. I'm not going to waste my time when it's so precious grading every single thing they do. And I want to say this as a secondary thing. Don't do yourself a favor and just try not to give them homework. If you're in world language, because the reality is they, you're going to spend so much time. This is less about grading, in my opinion, and more about just the, the practice of doing the thing. But you will spend so much time undoing the work that they've done by themselves that it's not even worth it. And then you are grading it and you're just annoyed because I'm like, you took this and you put it through Google Translate. You took this thing oh, yeah. and you like just, oh, I just, you just plugged it in and got the answer to it. What a waste so, of everyone's time. You know, and I think we don't. We don't often think about the ramifications of, okay, I'm going to send you home to do this. A lot of times with me, it's like, okay, we didn't finish something in class. We can do it for homework. But, like, I've just stopped even doing that. I'm just like, we'll just finish it tomorrow because I'd much rather I be here with you to help you through it, to coach you through the thing and for you to ask questions than for you to be like, I don't know what I'm doing. Because it takes a lot more time to unlearn than it does to learn, you know? Yeah. So... That would be my, my 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 number two is you know you do not have to grade everything, especially homework. <laughs> if you want to give it, that's fine. I, but I say grade as much as you need to to keep the students accountable. Yeah. Because yes. there will be a time like that. Like that's why I'm saying my low from my low. I'm at that moment today. Right. I'm at that time where I have motivated students, engaged students, and if I don't get grades in soon, they're going to start thinking they're the work they do for me um, is mm-hmm. not yeah. um, valuable but because it is. I hear a lot about not grading everything. That's one of the tips mm-hmm. that different teachers gave me, right. and I agree. I feel like at the beginning of the school year, I graded everything yeah. to send a message. And now I feel like, okay, I don't have to grade today. Yep. Mm-hmm. I can... Yeah. Now that's that's a good one. I think I'm gonna mm-hmm. put it in the trash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you can. And yeah, absolutely. And they know they kind of they know that I'm gonna grade. They don't yeah. know when, and they don't know when. Yeah, ne- yeah. So they I have to never do it. That's announce. The thing, yeah. I never announce which of those things are what. Yeah. Like what this is going in, I and hate this is question too. They should just assume it is. Yeah, yes. that now question. Now they they'll ask catch all the time. Yeah. They'll catch like, on that it isn't. Grade? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is this for a grade? I'm like everything's for a grade always. No, what and you know another thing that has been kind of interesting for me that I've sort of started doing is to go through and just put a check mark or a smiley face. Cause they don't know what that means. You know, they're like, does this mean a hundred? I'm like, it just means a smiley face, but like it always keeps them on their toes. (laughs) You know, I think that's, I think it's good. That's absolutely perfect. Is like, you, you got to keep them guessing. You got to keep them wondering. Cause then they, I do, I do think that the kids want to do their best. A lot of them, some of them don't care, obviously, but a lot of kids want to do their best. And they, but they, if you tell them that you're going to take something for a grade, they will do their best. If you tell them that's not a grade, they'll be like, I'm yeah, going to check no, out. No, so, do not tell them, I'm going to throw this in the trash as yes. soon as you leave. <laughs> Never say Exactly. It. Or, and you know, another thing is maybe you just decide that you don't want to throw it away, but you just return it. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't even grade it, but just return it. I do that. I do that a lot of times when there's it's a maybe a pretty in depth activity, yes. um, and I just kind of want to just glance over it to see maybe what common mistakes are. But I don't really again yeah. want to give individual feedback. But then I'll be like, oh, this activity, we're good. We can move on. They got it. Yep. But then it'll also point like, oh, I'm going to go over this in class, and then I keep those and return yep. them, and they can look at it as we yeah. go over as as a whole class. Yes. Mm-hmm. Your next one. Delete. Um, my next one, which is pretty much automation, not automation. <laughs> yeah, well, it totally ties into automation for sure. But um, for me, she's been talking pr- about automation since episode the number two. Episode number two. It really <laughs> was episode number two. Um, it, Schoology, which is our LMS here, um, is my one-stop shop for putting everything that they can see that will be graded that's not a daily, like a participation or a classwork um, grade. So I create all of my quizzes on Schoology, because mm-hmm. guess what? 
they're automated. The students see that. Well, I'm going to share a little past. One of my, my student experience, one thing I really was peeved about as a student was waiting weeks sometimes to get quizzes or tests. I right. didn't care about daily work, I, whatever. But it, it didn't happen a lot. But the few teachers that did, it really upset me because I really cared and I really wanted to know what I made on a test. Mm-hmm. And so I don't give a quiz now that can't that they don't see their score right then and there once they hit submit. How considerate of you. Yeah, I just, it's one of the things. Like I just, I was like if I, that's one of the things I'd want yeah. out of a teacher. Me personally. I would want to. Yeah, because you're talking to me saying all that. I'm yeah. the person that's like, I'll grade it eventually. It, yeah, but <laughs> I, I mean, obviously, you know, you've, you're a great teacher. I mean, well. the state of Tennessee <laughs> says so. So let's let's go with that. But we know you are. It doesn't mean that you're not. It's just me personally. This is how I feel about it. Yeah. And so they get their quiz grades immediately. Also, a lot of um, production Things I ask them to do, so a speaking assignment or a writing assignment, yep. um, I can create that right in Schoology. And they, if it, uh, with all my speaking assignments, I use Flip, and so yes. they can get the link to that in Schoology. So I think um, I could go on and on about this, but I think the sum- summary statement here is a one-stop shop where all students can see where all of their assignments are in yep. one place. Yes, all quizzes. All, anything graded for accuracy. Yep. I should say. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. My next one, I, I literally had a thing about Flipgrid, but I'm not going to really touch on that because I'm okay. a Flipgrid person. Like okay. I, I literally, I've been talking about Flipgrid for episodes and episodes. <laughs> if you, if you don't know about Flipgrid or Flip, you really should be doing that just as a sort of like check for you to see how they're doing without without them having to present in front of an entire class or to you. Mm-hmm. It's nice for the kids that have a little bit more anxiety that don't want to do that. So flip is great. But the thing that I wrote down, which ties into that is really lean into speaking assessments, lean into speaking assignments. It is so much easier from experience. Delia and I have done this for two semesters now, and we will continue probably till our deathbed of doing yeah, not these finals and doing these assessments as speaking assessments because it takes two minutes to for me to agre- to grade that kid. I don't have to look at their paper. I don't have to d- decipher their writing. You're in front of me. I'm asking you questions. I write your grade down. You know it right then, and then we're done. Yeah. Yes. It is It is so, so, well, first of all, it's really great because I know, I, I kind of know going into it who's not going to do too good. Let, let's just be real. But also, like, I have a touch point with those kids on a one-to-one that I may not have had the opportunity to have before. So, and it gives kids a lot of confidence to walk away feeling like, ah, man, I just got a hundred on that. Cause you did, you studied them all. Like you were prepared for me to ask you whatever question was on that paper. Yep. So now I would say it is good to have like a, a some sort of guide, maybe like a, a list of essential questions or key questions that we've sort of accumulated through the semester. But um, that is helpful, but I think ours had like 40 on it. So, it, And that's a final. You could break this yeah. into units. Yes. You know, which is what we honestly, how it's organized yes. now, it's broken into units. So we could essentially take what we do right. at the final and break it in to every single unit. Right. And again, going back to what Luke said earlier, you don't have to, and nor do you have really time to ask them a whole lot of questions. Yes. I mean, what do you think we get through? How many questions you get through on the final? Four, maybe. Four, maybe yeah. five. It's all you need. Yeah, but, it's all you, you need. know, and, but they have to be prepared. They That's have to the be thing. Prepared. You know, if, if, they're, if they're able to answer every question that you ask them, then you know they, they're good. Yeah. And I'd say also on that, have the guiding questions. And um, Luke and I also have a scale. So I'm quickly checking off. Is it one to five? One to or five. One, yes, yep. one to five. You know, three being right there, it's average. You understood the question you answered it with some mistakes but you were able right you you were able to i could comprehend your answer yeah and then a five would be you understood it there was zero mistakes yes no mistakes so have a little rating so that you're sitting there yep. checking off and then you make that total real quick i like that yeah mm-hmm. it's it really is i mean that's been that's been a game changer our finals and you may have to sort of like i don't know we had to get this I don't want to say approved because they were like, yeah, y'all do whatever you want. But we had to ask the administration if this was okay, just because this in our district, we are required to give a final and mm-hmm. it's required to be a, cu- a cumulative one. So mm-hmm. it, we did have to 
kind of asked the administration if what this what we were doing was fine, but they were like, yeah, absolutely. Y'all keep doing what you're doing. And Claudia, since you teach Spanish, you're in on this now. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes we but can it, do it's, it the same. It's so good. You know, if our goal as language educators is for communication, communicate. <laughs> you know, like, that's what we want them to be doing. We want them to be able to, like, have mm-hmm. conversations and ask questions and, like, be able to respond to questions. And what, maybe we should... I'm thinking now that maybe we should figure out a way to get them to ask us questions. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Because I was just thinking yeah, about, thinking, I yes, feel like maybe we idea. should be, they should be able to ask questions too, but they probably could rephrase it as a question. But for us right now, this is the, this is the, we're coming out of the first year of us doing that. Yeah. So we're just kind of workshopping some things, but yep. it, it really has been very helpful. And it's, it really, I mean, I walk away every semester at the end of the semester being like, I don't have to do anything. I don't have to grade. Well, and I don't know how other districts do it, but we have a quick turnaround time. We don't have a lot of yeah. time from when we get the final scores until we have to submit the final grade yep. each semester. And so, you know, especially in the spring, I'm ready to go. Me too. You know, I want to go and I want to enjoy that last day. And I want to I want to be in that moment and celebrating um, the end of the year, beginning of summer, and I don't want to have to delay that for a couple of days. You don't want to have to be bogged down with the weight, the crushing weight of grading papers. I just don't want to be bogged down by the crushing weight of grading, which yeah. is how I feel about it all. Especially with those mm-hmm. c- with those cumulative ones, because it's like they're so long, usually, you know. And like if that's if that works for you, that's fine. You do the thing that works for you. But if you're looking for something that's going to help you and the to not have to spend as much time looking at that kind of stuff, definitely go this route. It really has. I think that's important that you said that. Like, I think you, we spend so much time like in getting on the same page and we're not always on the same page, but usually we are. But if you're not that, I want to say that to you guys, if you're not, and you like a good hundred point written cumulative final exam, you do you. But if you're, if you ever feel off about it, ask yourself, do I have to do this? Can I do it in a right. different way? Does it have to be so long? Does grading have to be so much work? Yes. Yeah. That's kind of where, where that that was where the, the impetus of a lot of this was. Is It just took so long to do. I'm going to tell the listener something. So this is kind of impromptu. This is a different day that we record. And Luke comes up to me. Um, I mean, after lunch. So not even morning, Luke. Thanks, <laughs> it was for, like the, right thanks before, for the notice. Right before fifth block. Yeah, right before fifth, which is our last block of the day. He's like, what do you think about recording today? <laughs> I lo- I took so long to answer, and I love that Luke did not interrupt me for a second. He let me took every single minute that I needed, and I think we were into minutes at this point. <laughs> it, felt, it, felt, it felt like that. And I was like, my answer was, well, today was going to be the day I actually stay late and, and grade. Um no, let's do it. Just let's let let's do it. And now that I'm sitting there thinking about this as we're talking, y'all I'm going home after this. I'm gonna get those grades done though. Y'all know I am. I'm gonna yeah, get them. I know. I'm ta- I'm having this internal monologue with myself. Yeah. Like I know I'll get those grades done, but I'm going home. Yeah. I feel like I feel like I gotta walk the talk to my listeners. I mean, yeah, you gotta let it go. <laughs> you gotta let that stuff go. It'll get done when it gets done. Can it's I throw one of the assignments out? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, look, you say well, I, I'm so behind on grading. Girl, we've only been in school two weeks. You only need two grades. I know. I know. <laughs> but I totally understand where you're at. because. But also, I I don't know. Y'all definitely, the people that are listening definitely don't know this, but I think Delie knows this. I wait <laughs> to like the last second to grade like <laughs> a million things. The kids are like, we have no grades. Have no and grades. it's six weeks into the school year. They're just ha- we're, you're all just having so much I fun so. and they're just so engaged. That, but honestly, I love that, that you can get that long into even thinking about it because that's my perfect world that we're all just in class doing some Spanish. This is we not leave. a perfect world that I'm living in. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we don't have to grade it all. Yeah. It's all just internal because yeah. we're doing it. And I think, I think we're really getting there as a department, yeah. you know, we are. if we're talking about, we can get away with one to two grades a week and at like actually be at value yeah. that it's not just eh, whatever work. and our yep. students aren't losing motivation yeah. that's all that's always my concern if i'm not getting grades in the students will start losing yeah. um motivation because a lot of the students are in there for the grade yeah but then to know that we are turning opening minds and turning hearts right. around to world language right. to be like we could just be in here and right. speak spanish and whatever the grade is is yes. not important because we're having a good time and we're learning it really is like that it really do be like that i have one it more. should be do you have, do you have another one that you'd like to mention? Nope. I have one more, and 
I wanted to leave this one for last because it's a little bit more like use your discretion. But the big one for me is letting them grade it. Let them grade it. Yes. You, first of all, you have to establish a culture of you're going to do your best and you're going to be honest. So that's the first thing you have to establish. But also, I remember when I was a kid and they would be like, okay, take your paper, pass it back, get your red pen out, we're going to grade everybody's papers. I'd be like, this is the worst. I don't want people to, I mean, I was a good student, but like, I'd be grading some people that was like, not a good student, you know what I'm saying? So You'd be judging a little bit. I know I did. I think that, you know, we, I definitely would say, let them grade their own paper, but also just establish that culture of like, you're going to be honest and you're going to be transparent and you're going to do your best and when you don't you're going to make the correction and move along but i mean you have them grade it that takes a whole step out for you you know and i think you we we know we acknowledge as we go through teaching these classes that i know this kid right here billy bob he's probably going to tell me that he made 100 and he didn't and go back and check that kid's paper but like for the most part kids are going to be honest with their grades because either they care about their grade or they don't there's not a kid that's like i'm fine with mediocrity either they really care or they really don't so i would say that's a generalization but in my experience either they really care or they really don't so <laughs> you know it's it's nice to like cut the middleman out altogether i don't have to grade your paper you've already graded it and a lot of times like they're they're less i don't know maybe they they can see in the moment that allows you to have a conversation with them as a class about why it's right or why it's wrong instead of and they get that immediate feedback that delete was talking about yeah. earlier without me having to like go and grade it and then give it back the next day because yeah. the trend the truth is the the truth is i'm not going to grade it and give it back to you the next day that ain't me that ain't me it's going to be at least a 72 hour turnaround <laughs> it, it's not me either that's what i'm saying it's hard that's why i don't do yeah. it but um i think that's important like i don't necessarily do the grade your work but i i don't think for me, a class, to me, this is me, I don't think a class should be, here's this work, I'm going to collect it, and you get it back. Maybe you get it back tomorrow, maybe you get it back in a week, whatever. Maybe when it's 2025, yeah, you'll be receiving Yeah, you know, you've paper. already graduated. Oh, hey. As the, <laughs> Walking as, across the stage. Sneak it into diploma there, you know. <laughs> no, but like, for me, maybe I don't say it's grading, but the things you do in class, use that time. I check almost everything. If we do an activity, we're checking it in class day. that yes. day. And so I may not say grade it, but I do say check it. And something that I do, usually at least about a week before I give um, a quiz or an assess of like a, a formal assessment, a summative, I will, you know, say, you know, if you're at 70%, you got a week, you want yep. that A, you're probably, you're on the right track. Yep. If you're below a 60 got to work hard. You, This is a signal to you to right. go home and study this for a few minutes tonight. I, it sounds like being in class isn't yep. enough. Right. So just yep. helping them learn how to be accountable for the, themselves without me having to hold their hand through it. But just giving a little, yep. hey, we're a week out here. How'd you do? A 70? Okay. you're on the. I think you're on the right track. Yes. You, you didn't get 50%. Yeah. Go home and study a little bit. Yeah. What they do at that time is not my business. Yes. I think the grading thing is, you know, that we, Dilly, you hit the nail on the head, was sometimes we miss with grading sometimes is it's not just about what I'm doing with your paper after you've already done the thing. It's about helping you figure out what you did wrong so that next time you can do it right while we're here together. Mm -hmm. It's it's far less the ends to a mean and it's more about like, or the means to an end. <laughs> but Again, it's I was more about the the ability to like self-correct and, and learn and move on and hopefully not make that mistake again. So um, that's why I think that like in the moment, like that immediate feedback is so, so great and so precious yes. because it's really does allow them to be able to move, move on from that and not have to make that same mistake again. Whereas with some of us that are just not as good at, I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm not good at grading. I'm just not timely. <laughs> <laughs> well, for some of us that are not like as timely with these returning these papers, it just, they get the feedback then. They get yeah. instead of getting it in two weeks. Let them have it. Let them have it. Especially now those upper can. division classes where you have to grade papers and stuff. Like boo boo, you better be hoping that I get it back to you within a month, probably. I had eighteen of them jokers last semester yeah. that was writing two page Sh papers. I'm like, I ain't. Shout out to you, upper division yeah. teachers that have long, lengthier 
writing assignments because I that would be yes. hard for me. So Honestly, and, and send, English teachers and yeah. send it send in your what you what you do or the, the things that you've changed about your grading that help you for other people so that they can see it um, because we're not the we're not the fountain of knowledge here. We're just three people with college educations Absolutely. who are very. Um, we're excited about our job. I feel like have his, uh, this is a reference to the Brian Fellow skit from SNL with Tracy Morgan. Brian, he's Fellow. just a young man with a third grade education. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what that was kind of alluding to there. Um, Hi, my name is Spanish teacher. <laughs> that bird stole my credit card. <laughs> I know that student got devil eyes. That's right. <laughs> anyway, that was a tangent. That's if you don't know Brian Fellows, just look him up. Literally look it up. You know, last week we were, as we as we wrap this one up today, last week we talked about, uh, I guess we talked about a sea, the Asiatic Sea or something like, Adriatic Sea. I don't or know. Something. I don't that remember was your sea. But I, no, it was Heather that was talking about That was Heather's sea. Oh, I know it wasn't my sea. And, C. um. <laughs> And Christian, the guy who helps us with our sound that we were praising so highly last week, which we need to give a shout out to him again because he really just be, he be hooking it up every week Thank for you, us. Christian. That's why we sound so good. We sound like we've been doctored, as my grandmother used to say. Doctored, yeah. <laughs> um, she was talking about a sea or an ocean or something, and I Christian came in here and I said, Christian, do you know what our podcast was about last week? And he was like, hey, you were talking about a, a sea. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, some kind of sea. But he was right. So we always have to have something that lets people that gets people talking about the episode, and I guess Brian Fellows was it this week. If you don't care if you about got, the content, if you got this far, <laughs> uh, if you didn't listen to all the grading stuff, you missed out on the Brian. If Fellows. If you got Jim. this far in the podcast, please comment Brian Fellows in the mm-hmm, comments. Mm-hmm. Um, Claudia, what did you learn today? Today, yeah, I about not grading everything. You know, I am being type A. And I think that was why I've been having such a hard time. Mm-hmm, I've been spending mm-hmm. so much time in grading. And um, because I wanted to set, like, the first two weeks, the simple of, like, okay, I might not grade everything, but I grade. And then it has taken away so much time from me that mm-hmm. I'll, I, I need to learn how to just let go and put it in the trash. Some of the work. That's right. Maybe don't do it in front of them like I did. <laughs> <laughs> Any other, that. any other takeaways? And, you know, I really like, I mean, I need to learn too about, for me, is to start doing something more online and it grades itself. Mm-hmm. Me I too, just, probably. I just, I, I'm I your girl. Love, I'm here yes, for you. I love that. She's love instructional that. technology. Yes. Do you know I had an instructional technology professor in college say, I think there's a future here for you. And I laughed in her face. <laughs> and now as we're talking about this, maybe I do like it more maybe than she I does. Th- th- I don't know. I don't know. I don't think she. I don't think it would make you want to leave the language class. Really. I don't think so. But um, ATC, if any of y'all listen to me. <laughs> Um, and I'm you, your girl. you got a sweet, sweet, you got a sweet, sweet job offer. <laughs> Give your girl oh a shout gosh. out. <laughs> okay, well, joking. I'm not leaving. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, we literally came into the studio today and we said we're gonna do a short episode. Thirty minutes. 20, Twenty-seven <laughs> to thirty minutes. I am looking at the counter Me right too. at the timer and it says fifty-seven. So I think our thing is long episodes. I think that's our thing. I don't think that we need to take. Th- I think we need to just lean in. It's just, it is what it is. Yeah, we have Whatever. fun. I yeah. think y'all have fun listening to us. Yeah. Um, I was told today that I have a radio voice. Yes. Whoa. I'm sorry. He didn't tell you before. No. Delee's husband and I should be friends by all accounts, but we are not really. I mean, we are like when we see each other, we're friendly with each other, but we're not friends. Like we, we should be. We're the same person. So my question is, uh-huh. when you hear your voice, uh-huh. do you like your voice? You know, it's different when you hear yourself. That when yeah. You re- yes. To me, it just sounds like me. It, sound, like, it sounds like you. It yeah, I don't sound different. I don't feel any kind of way about it. Like I, I feel like I have. I like my voice, but it's not like oh my god, I have a great but, voice. But you know, because we hear ourselves, and then when you, we hear in our recording, it's yeah. just different. For yeah. me, it's different. It's just that's not it, me. It takes me a minute to get used to it. Two things for me, I hear. My southern accent more, mm-hmm. and I hear my mother in my voice. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think mm-hmm. for me, it's like I actually, so I grew up in the south. Delia and I grew up very close to each other, actually. But I don't hear it as much, I don't think, anymore. That Because I think because I've been gone for so long. Like, some words I do, obviously, but yeah. for the most part, I don't hear it as much as I used to, which is great. I like that. 
But I, I love a good southern accent, though. Yeah, the the southern endearing. that comes out of your voice is just, it's just pleasant. It's endearing. It is endearing. But yeah, I, I'm surprised um, it doesn't come through as much on the yeah, podcast. I mean, I've just really tried to tried to get that rid of that as much as possible. Mm. This has nothing to do with what we're Y'all, talking about. Y'all, we got to go. Yeah, so <laughs> as always, you guys know the drill already. Uh, you can find us on the internets. You can find us on the Instagram. The Instagram. The I can't believe I've just said that. Wow. You can find us on Instagram at, at Linguist Lounge at Facebook.com slash Linguist Lounge. We are also on the Gmails. So if you want to send us a Gmail, no one says that. If you want to email us, you can. Linguistlounge at gmail.com. In the meantime, if you would, please comment Brian Fellows under the video or under the post. And we will hear from you soon or we will talk to you next week. Whatever comes first. I don't know. Claudia. Thank you so much for yeah, being for here. Real, for real, for real. Yeah. First guest on the show. This is exciting. Yes. Exciting times. I feel like we're evolving. Heather thanks you too. She's not here, but she thanks you. She wishes she could have been here. So, um, yeah. But as always, see you later. Bye. Bye. The linguists would like to thank the following people for their help making this podcast possible. Christian Capozzi for use of your studio, you're the literal best. Our families for putting up with our crazy notions and allowing us to do it anyway. We love you all. Our friends for supporting and loving us, we are truly grateful for you. And to you for tuning in. We hope to see you again real soon. Intro and outro music by Brotheration Records. Podcast logo designed by Monday Morning Creative Studio.